It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. Together, we're the Lockdown Bengals Podcast, coming to you five days a week on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. If you enjoy what we do, we had Mike Hilton on for a couple episodes this week. Last week, we had the Bengals college director of scouting mike potts for a couple episodes hit the subscribe button hit the follow button and we'll get delivered to your device when we upload james we have the schedule schedule release day is upon us and yeah baby the schedule's here jake come on give me a little dance jake schedule's here Uh uh-oh we got this just a little shimmy do i got a little shimmy in you come on no no shimmy jake isn't happening there's Uh, so you just it's that schedule music, baby. You don't hear it? Yeah, I'm not. No, I don't. But I do hear five primetime games for the Cincinnati Bengals, which is what we teased, what was teased on Dan Horde's podcast earlier this week. And another big, a big difference, or not difference, a big similarity to me this year is that the bye is nicely placed yeah, right maybe. in the middle of the schedule. So yep. let's go through quickly, James. At first, we'll, we'll take a quick run through the schedule, give some quick thoughts, and then we'll dive into each half of the schedule for the rest of the show. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, let's dive in. And they, they start third time in a row, third year in a row, Jake. They start at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, 1 o'clock on September 11th, Sunday, uh, the following Sunday, September 18th, at Dallas. There was all that talk about Thanksgiving Day, hibbity, shibbity, ribbity, jibbity. All that talk. It was a fake account. Let's be yeah. clear about this. Hey, fake accounts everyone are fake, bought guys. It. I had a media member say, hey, I'm booking travel for Dallas Thanksgiving. So people got got, and oh, I'm not naming man. names. But the point is, it doesn't matter. It's refundable, and you're traveling anyway. There's no risk in it. That being said, thank you, Lord. I didn't want to go. Uh, to Dallas for Thanksgiving, even though I know a lot of Bengals fans wanted to enjoy the Bengals on Thanksgiving. So to me, that's a win. Then they go to New York at the Jets' revenge game. They reunite and go up against CJ Uzama on the 25th of September. Four days later, first primetime game, Jake, Thursday night football against the Dolphins. And then when they get that 10-day break before playing the Ravens on the road, Sunday night football, back-to-back primetime games, second divisional matchup, followed by a road matchup, Louisiana bound against the New Orleans Saints. That's one. That's probably the road trip I'm looking forward to the most, not that you care. Uh, Sunday, the 23rd of October, they play the Falcons in Week 7, Week 8, Monday night football against the Browns and maybe Deshaun Watson. Week 9, the Panthers at home, 1 o'clock. And then week 10, like you said, the bye. Midweek bye. What do you think about the first half, James? Do you think they come out of that feeling pretty good? 
I do. I, I think that that's one of the bigger takeaways is when you look at the the first half of the schedule versus the second half of the schedule, the first half is where you're going to make that hay and where you're going to separate yourself and, and establish yourself as a contender, not only based on what you did towards the end of last year, making it to the Super Bowl, because you'd want to do that, right? Start off the year hot. But you look at this second half, which you're about to go through, it's uh, I think it's much, much tougher, at least on paper, than that first nine, the, the first nine weeks of the Bengals schedule. Yeah, it seems like a, a thing where the Bengals are going to want to get off to a good start. We talked about it for individual games last year quite a bit. Now we're talking about it for the first half of the schedule because I think you're right. The first half of the schedule looks better, and we'll dive into it in detail coming up in a few minutes. But the back half of the schedule is probably something we should talk about first as we round things out. So they start the, the season with the Pittsburgh Steelers on September 11th, like you mentioned. They start the second half of the season in prime time on Sunday night football at Pittsburgh, going to Pittsburgh for Sunday night football in week 11. The following couple of weeks, a couple playoff opponents, a couple playoff yeah. rematches. Week 12, they go to Tennessee and will visit the Titans where they previously ended the Titans number one seeded playoff run before it could start in 2021 before hosting the Chiefs in December on December 4th. On Sunday in Cincinnati, a non-primetime game. Sunday, December 11th, they host the Cleveland Browns before traveling to Tom Brady's Buccaneers in Tampa on Sunday the 18th. On Saturday, they go visit Tom Brady's former team, the New England Patriots in New England in December on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. We'll see what kind of white Christmas there is or isn't in the Northeast. And the final scheduled primetime game, Monday Night Football against the Bills at home in Week 17, a, a game that could have major playoff implications or seeding implications. We'll see what is happening at that point. And then they finish at home against the Ravens. So a nice little homestand to finish up the season. But some teams that stand out at the back half of the season, hard to say if the Titans will still be the Titans that they were last year with the regular season success they have, but the chiefs, the bucks, the bills and finishing against the Ravens who we'll see what kind of shape these teams are in by week 18, but there are some challenging games back there. For sure. There are. And I have a stat for you coming up. So don't go anywhere. Bengals fans, as far as the first half of the schedule versus the second half, because it is broken up nicely, but there is a clear difference when you look at strength of schedule between the two halves. That being said, Jake, and if you're watching on YouTube, we got the schedule up. If you're listening, which we obviously have a lot of audio listeners, we just went through it. But to me, I think the Bengals take another step forward. You know, 10 and 7 last year. My initial reaction is I see 11, 12 wins, you know, where you're 12 and 5, 11 and 6. You get off to a really good start. Um, naturally, there's going to be a game in there that you think they're going to win that you're really bullish on, much like the Jets last year. Hopefully, it's not the Jets again this year that they end up losing that you expect them to win. And there's going to be a game that you expect them to maybe lose. Uh, not that there's really any game since they're as talented as they are this year where I'm like, oh, well, that's definitely a loss. I think they're past that, which is, is fun to think about. I think they can win any of these games. Uh, but there's going to be a game where you're like, ah, are they really going to pull this one out? And then they end up doing it. So uh, I think 11, 12 wins is where I have them, my initial reaction to this schedule. What about you? Yeah, I think that it's in that ballpark. This year, like you, uh, I mean, I have a harder time projecting losses because I think they're a pretty good football team. It's it's not like there's a glaring 
weakness, a glaring matchup that makes me think, yeah, no, they're, you know, we're going to pencil in that Chiefs game as a loss, or we're going to pencil in the Ravens as a loss, because I think, you know, they just show they could beat the Chiefs twice in a season. They beat the Ravens and and they beat the Steelers. So are you afraid of Deshaun Watson? Are you trusting that the Browns are finally going to have it put together? Are you thinking <laughs> that Tyreek Hill and Taron Armstead are going to make a big difference for Thursday night football against the Dolphins? Which, by the way, did I call this on air or off air when we were looking at the schedule projecting primetime games? I was like the Dolphins and Thursday night football against the Bengals. Like that is what the Bengals that that's the team the Bengals play on Thursday night. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was on air or not. I remember you saying it. And so one, credit to you. Two, it's their first primetime game right. this year. And three, if you remember, last year, week four, was their primetime yep. game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, their lone primetime game. And and they get it, same thing, week four again this year at the end of September, one day earlier. It was September 30th last year. It's September 29th this year. Yeah. So so for me, as far as looking at the schedule and kind of projecting things, it's not like anything changes significantly because you know the the order of the games versus just knowing the opponents. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you look at it sequentially, it's it's I had a hard time penciling in losses. On my first go through, I had them at like eight and one at the bye, mm-hmm. thinking about just the way things I should go. And yep. and so like yeah, you can see the Cowboys game go either way in dallas you can see some of the prime time games go either way if the ravens are healthy and stuff but let's let's dive into it in a little bit more detail shall we let's let's go first half second half for the next two segments and talk about some of these games and some of the way that the schedule is broken up for the bengals coming up next but first, a word from Bet Online because as of now, well, the Bengals not favored to win the AFC North according to Bet Online. So now that you have the schedule, now that you know that the Bengals are going to play the Browns on Monday Night Football on October 31st, Halloween night, well, you can uh, trick the odds makers and wager on your Bengals. Or maybe you just want to worry about the NBA playoffs and how my guy Steph Curry said, whoop that trick just to get whooped by 50 to the Memphis Grizzlies. You can do all of that and so much more at Bet Online. I've used them. Jake's used them. You should too. It's free to sign up, easy to use. Their interface is awesome. You can use uh, your desktop, use your laptop, your mobile device, whether it's an iPad or a cell phone. Most of the time, I use a cell phone. It's real easy to do, real easy to wager. So don't delay. Get in on the action right now. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's talk. First half schedule. Yep. Like I said, I think the first half of the schedule looks easier. So I went through in, in Microsoft Paint, and we don't have this graphic to share, but I kind of put a, a blue mark beside the games that I thought were against the the quote-unquote good opponents. And I am heavier with blue little tick marks on the back half of the schedule. But a few interesting things here in, in the front half, and if you're watching on YouTube, we've got it on the screen, so you can tab back over and have a visual aid if you have it on your other monitor. But the first thing that jumped out to me, James, was that extra road game, and I tweeted about this, uh, just just thinking about it before the schedule came out, the extra road game doesn't feel great to me. And it, it is because they end up with five road games in their first eight, and then at the back half of the schedule, it's four and four. They have that extra home game in the middle between the first eight and the last eight. But it's not like there's any stretch where it's like, yeah, they've got five of eight at home now because they have the extra road game this year. And that's just alternating between the conferences. 
uh, year in, year out. And that's a normal thing that everybody has to deal with, but it doesn't feel very good. And I don't like the 17 game schedule. And this just reinforces that. Let's go back to an even number of games. But yeah, five out of the first eight on the road, more non one o'clock starts on the road Mm -hmm. than primetime or or late afternoon window starts. So even with five primetime games, five of the games in Paul Brown Stadium, I think, are one o'clock starts. Mm-hmm. So for, for Bengals season ticket holders, it's, it's not going to feel a whole lot different. You'll get two primetime games in Cincinnati, barring future flexes, right? We don't know about some Sunday night football flexes in the back half. But that that's something that really stood out to me is for, for the Cincinnati home fans that like to go to every game at Paul Brown Stadium, still a lot of one o'clock starts. Yep. No, yeah, that's that's part of it. And, uh, you know, you look at this first half of the schedule, a couple of things that stood out to me. You mentioned the extra road game, which they had the extra home game last year, and that's how they right. do it. They're going to alternate every year. Um, but the first half of the schedule is easier, undoubtedly. Uh, on As far as on paper, you look at their records, and I, I, I had that same thought you did as I was analyzing the schedule, and I'm like, oh, well, the first half, they better make their hay. And so I compiled the records, right? Because obviously teams can be different. Records could get different this year, and they will be different this year. That being said, the first nine opponents were a combined 71, 81, and one last year. 71, 81, and one. So losers. That's what they were. All right. They had two teams uh, that made the playoffs. One was the Pittsburgh Steelers, the second one was the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think anybody. Uh, that has seen this schedule thinks the Bengals should be scared of either of those teams. And on paper, they're better than both of those teams. If you ask me, the Cowboys are worse. The Steelers probably a little bit better because they don't have a statue at quarterback. That doesn't mean that they're better than the Bengals. So um, that part stands out. But as far as this first half schedule, to me, like week one is almost a damn it. You better beat the Steelers because it's at Cowboys at Jets home for one game against the Dolphins four days later after back-to-back road games at Ravens at Saints. Like four out of five on the road in the lone game that isn't is that Thursday night game. It's just – it's a brutal stretch. Now, I would want that stretch against those opponents. It's better than dealing with Tampa Bay and, you know, the Browns maybe or the going on the road to the Titans or Patriots or Bills at home. Like that's better but it, it stinks the way it lines up. Um, so th- that's the hard part about the first half, but there's no doubt about it that the Bengals, they have to get off to a good start because the second half of the schedule is much, much tougher, at least on paper. Yeah, and the Cowboys, I think, are, are an interesting team to play early because there is obviously some some talent on that team and and some offensive weapons on that team. I like the Bengals in that matchup and and most of these matchups, like it's hard to find the one where you're like, yeah, this is the, this is the loss I expect or that I could <laughs> most realistically see in the first nine games of the schedule. You could go through the list and say, yeah, they can beat all these teams and they can, but, but yeah, picking out, picking out the losses, I think is challenging because like you said, on paper, the saints should not be very good. I know that the Saints are generally a well-run team, at least under Sean Payton. They have a new head coach. They don't have Drew Brees. They have some solid players on defense. They've added some pieces on offense, but hard to know with that team. The Falcons probably are not going to be very good at football this year. I'm sorry, Desmond Ritter fans. 
the Falcons probably won't be very good. Uh, but, you know, Thursday night against the Dolphins, weird stuff has happened historically. You got Halloween Monday night against the Browns in Cleveland. That's, that's an mm-hmm. interesting little st- storyline. And the Jets could be much improved depending on Zach Wilson this year with the defensive line they've put together. It looks a lot better and they've added a lot of weapons on offense. So maybe it's not quite as easy as just like thinking about last year's schedule. Although I don't think the Panthers are going to be much better, but it's it's still hard to find a game where you feel bad about it because Mm -hmm. you feel pretty good about the Bengals and Joe Burrow and the pieces they've added on defense and an improved offensive line. Because what did we say all last year that hasn't changed is they get an offensive line. This offense would be a lot more functional and Mm that's should be the case. It should. And and so I, I agree with you. Look, these teams, I'm not saying that they, some of these teams aren't better because they are, um, but that, you know, the Bengals should be much better too. And so that's the fun part. And and that's the unique part about looking at the schedule this year versus last year. It's just the mindset, how much it's different given what they did in 2021. Uh, just a couple other things. Um, Five primetime games, like we mentioned, the one Thursday night game, you got the Monday night, two Monday nighters and two Sunday nighters. But you also have three 425 games. Yep. And the first one is is Dallas, which we've talked about a lot. Uh, then you got the Chiefs and Bucks, 425. And I know those aren't considered prime time, but and I, I didn't put this together, and you're right. You listened to, to Dan Horde on the Bengals Booth podcast and uh Mike North he had on, and I forget yep. his title for the NFL. Uh something with broadcasting, right? He's the dude who's making sure the schedule runs as be- yep. as well as it can. Anyways, that 425 slot's the highest rated slot. So they have eight games, essentially, that are primetime. Eight out of 17, almost half, that are basically primetime, and the three that aren't primetime are going to get higher ratings anyway. And so that part of it is uh, is really cool because it's a chance. You you want the Bengals to, to completely take over and all these fans to jump on the bandwagon even more than last year? Let them win some of those. Let them go five and three or, or six and two in those eight games. A lot of people are going to be repping Joey B and Jamar Chase even more that than the than the ones that do right now. And then the first half you have the back to back prime time primetime games like you mentioned, Thursday night football into Sunday night football. Uh that'll be a fun couple weeks, I think, for the Bengals. Uh and, and for fans watching on primetime, getting that additional coverage. Uh but but three of the primetime games against divisional opponents, one against each. You got Sunday night against the Ravens at the Ravens early in the season. Monday night at the Browns, Sunday night at the Steelers. When I say that out loud, what does that have in common, James? All three primetime division games division baby. on the road. And, and you know what my takeaway is? The Bengals are the most interesting team in the AFC North. That's what that means. That Because think about it. Are we? Do, you, do we think Pittsburgh uh, – and I don't know. I haven't looked at all their schedules, so I'm not – do we think Pittsburgh plays – all three AFC North teams in prime time? Do we think the Ravens play all three AFC North? They might play two, and part of it is it's a really good division, but I think part of it is there's one box office team that is straight box office now and is likable, and no one is rooting against them outside of the division, right, unless you're playing them. It's the Bengals, and that is uh, that is wild because I don't think the Ravens are nearly as likable. I certainly don't think the Browns are nearly as likable. And I damn sure know the Steelers aren't as likable from a national perspective, even though they have a ton of fans. I'm not saying they don't have a giant fan base. I'm saying the casual NFL fan, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's cool to root for Kenny Pickett and Deontay Johnson. That Joe Burrow kid, 
he is likable. So it's uh, that that part of it. I think that's why. Just my theory on why the Bengals are playing all three divisional opponents in prime time, probably for the first time ever. I'm going to make a you know hot take that I think it's the first time ever. I don't like that they're all on the road. They all they are. No, two of them are Sunday night. Sorry, I was going to say they're all on different days, but Thursday, Thursday night is against the Dolphins. So the bye, nicely placed again, third, fourth season in a row. It's come right in the middle of the season, nine games before the bye, eight games after the bye. We'll talk more about those eight games after the bye and wrap up our first look at the Bengals schedule coming up next. But first, I have to tell you about Built Bars because you know what's going to get me through the 2022 NFL season, which is going to be a grind. Think about it. Daily podcasts and traveling and going to Dallas and going to New Orleans. Well, hell, it's a fun job, right? But Built Bar powers me through each and every day post-workout getting that protein punch. And I got to tell you about something new that they have. Birthday cake puffs. Come on. Everybody has a birthday. Everyone likes birthday cakes. Well, birthday cake puffs are amazing. Only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein. And just imagine dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. That's what it is. You got to check them out right now at built.com. Use promo code lock 15 for 15% off again for 15% off the number one protein bar or best birthday cake, healthy protein snack on the planet. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, at the top of the show, in our first segment of the show, the Bengals start the season against the Steelers and they start the second half of the season against the Steelers. Neither of these games feel particularly marquee to me, but the uh, week 11 game will be in Sunday Night Football. That is obviously exciting for, for Bengals fans, the fourth primetime game and they have a little run of primetime games from yeah. week four to week 11 four of their five primetime games coming in that one two three four five six seven eight week stretch half of their primetime games coming in an eight week stretch in the middle of the season there but the back part of the schedule is more challenging on paper I, I mean the titans were the one seed in the afc last year i don't they traded AJ Brown. Did they get? They're better? not as good. They're I mean, not half as good. these. You could say ha- half of teams get worse. Half of teams get better. Yep. We think the Bengals are one of the half that got better, but everybody thinks that every team got better this time of year. The Titans, though, probably not, not the same kind of team. Sorry, the Tyler Chiefs, Roland. The Chiefs did lose Tyree Kill, but they also invested to replace Tyree Kill. They lost Tyron Matthew. They invested to replace Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, they still have Patrick Mahomes. They still have a good offensive line. The Chiefs Kelsey. are probably still good. The best right. tight end in football. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, debatable, but um, yeah, because you like to debate. He's the best, anyway. Well, I think George Kittle's really good. He gets. He needs to get on the built bar plan because he gets hurt as much as Kelsey, Kelsey's had. It. Anyway, we're not talking about these guys right now. Uh, the the Browns. It's not even the Browns, Bucks, Bulls, and Ravens. So there are a bunch of games in the back half of the schedule against teams that you think could be good. And I'm not crowning the Browns to be clear, but the Buccaneers on paper look like the class of the NFC to me. The Chiefs still going to be a, a very real Super Bowl contender, and the Bills are favored to come out of the AFC uh, like the Patriots are out of the NFC. And the Ravens, you know, health pending, and can they figure out how to play offense pending? Are, are a question mark themselves. So on paper, overall, you would think the back half of the schedule is 
is a bit tougher. But there are also some really exciting storylines here, taking on the Chiefs again, taking on the Bills again, or the Bills for the first time in a while with Joe Burrow. The the Tom Brady Joe Burrow game that we didn't get last preseason because it was preseason. Uh, but there's some really exciting things on the back part of the schedule to look forward to as well. There is. And there's no doubt about it on paper. It's much harder. So first half, first nine games, the combined record from a, uh, their opponents is 71, 81, and one, like I mentioned. Final eight games, 12 more wins and one less, less opponent. 83, 52, and one. Winning percentage much higher. You have six playoff teams, yeah. six winning records out of eight games. So it's it's I mean, it's much tougher. But, and know, that's the no Titans, Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, and even Patriots. Like they all won a bunch of games last year. And it, yeah, so those are the, the playoff teams. And the teams that didn't go to the playoffs are the Ravens and the Browns, both of which finished eight and nine. The Ravens were decimated by injuries. The Browns had a ton of injuries. And I get it. Say what you want about the Sean Watson. He's a lot better than Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. How many games will he play? I don't know. But yeah, it's a, it's a tough second half of the schedule. And it's uh, really, you look weeks 13 on. So I'm excluding the Steelers, which is going to be tough on the road, excluding a team in the Titans who, yeah, you might think they got better. I think they got worse, like you mentioned. Just take those out, two tough road games, and it is just nightmare. Chiefs, Browns, Buccaneers, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. Where's the the break, right? And so that's why you want to start off well. Not that the Bengals aren't going to be able to beat those teams in the second half of the schedule that we're talking about, but are you going to be able to win three straight or string together four straight? Like I think it's really hard to do that against this level of competition. The good news is, is if they uh, want to make a run, run at, want to make a run at the one seed, I think they're going to be able to to do that given the opponents they have in the back half. They're going to play the Chiefs. They're going to play the Bills. They're going to have a team like the Ravens, who maybe they rebound and they're playing for the AFC North title that late, the Browns. So they'll be able to make their hay in the AFC, which is going to be super competitive. And Jake, I think that the number one seed in the AFC, given how tough the conference is, top to bottom, probably a 12-win team like last year. Like Depending on the tiebreakers, 11 might be it. Like It really might because I think these teams could beat themselves up. And so if the Bengals are at the end of the day at 11 or 12 wins, I think they got a shot to be that number one seed. Yeah, and they play the teams that are also in contention for the most part for that number one seed. And and like maybe you think the Broncos and Russell Wilson are one of those teams, and they could be. Russell Wilson could be a, a revelation for Denver. Maybe you think it's the Chargers. They don't play the Chargers. Maybe you think Justin Herbert. I mean, nobody listening to this podcast probably, but maybe somebody out there thinks Justin Herbert is the truth and, and will get the Chargers over their cursed history. But uh, they have the opportunity – to beat the Chiefs and beat the Bills and beat the Ravens twice and beat the Steelers twice and beat the Browns twice. And if you think the Titans are going to contend for some reason, they have the opportunity to beat the Titans too. I'm not saying they can if beat they, all these teams, if but they it's, do, it's ahead if of they them. do that, yeah, if they do that, Jake, just book the Super Bowl ticket now. Right. And, and they, that's, <laughs> well, well, totally, yeah, because that, that, that means they've beaten everybody in the AFC. Yeah, I mean they're getting that one seed and and it's going through PBS. Right. And and I mean that's got to be the regular season goal for this year. Right? It's it's got to be coming off a Super Bowl run, I imagine the next logical like your postseason goal is to win the Super Bowl every year. But your regular season goal coming off of what you've just done, yep, should to me be go get the one seed 
Or sure. at the very least, you better damn well be competing for the one seat. Well, and and it, that's it, why I think it's nice that they play the Chiefs and the Bills later in the year because if they are this team that is a Super Bowl contender, then they have to beat other great teams and those look like the other great teams in the AFC. Yeah, and so, yeah, obviously they're going to say it starts with winning the division, but that goes without saying, right? So you win the division, and yeah, I, you think about I, it. I think you've got to shoot higher, man. I think win the division is a last-year goal and a this-year goal is win the damn conference. I'm not saying it's – but no one in that building is saying conference right now. They're saying the division, and it starts yeah. there. I think like they that, should aim a little higher is what I'm saying. That doesn't make sense, though, because you have to win the division to win the conference. So it's like, like if they win the conference, they're going to clinch the division like week 14 or 15. Like if, if, if my goal is be the number one seed in the AFC, it's assumed that I'm winning the division. Like that's part of that goal. You can't be the number one seed if you don't win your division. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're, yeah we're, but of course the, their goal is to win, be the number one seed. But it, it would start with that and then they would go to the next step. Here's the thing is in our lifetimes, in most of our listeners' lifetimes, the Bengals have never won the division back-to-back years. They haven't done it since 81, 82, all right? And it wasn't even the AFC North then. So that has to happen. That being said, of course, should should they be in contention for the one seed? Absolutely. I mean, this this year what it is is about showing the league that it wasn't a fluke and that they are the next Peyton Manning-led Indianapolis Colts or Tom Brady-led New England Patriots in 2001. Like, that's what they need to show, and you only do that by beating a lot of these teams on the schedule, winning in prime time, and being an AFC contender. So we're, we're talking in circles when it comes to that, of course. They need yeah. to be in contention for that number one seed. It should be their goal, no doubt about it. Um, I don't think it would be a disappointment if they ended up as the two seed or the three seed if they still won the division necessarily because I think it's really tight in the AFC. And it, like They may win 12 games, and it just might be a tiebreaker thing. Yeah. Or they may win 11 games as a tiebreaker thing. So – but to me, looking at this schedule, if they don't win more games than they did last year, 10 and 7, if they don't get to 11, 12, that would be disappointing regardless of the division, actually. I, I think that would be disappointing because I think they need to be winning 11 for the first time, what, since 2015. They haven't won that many games since 2015. Even with the more challenging schedule, and you're going to see all sort of strength of schedule stats based on 2021's records to say the Bengals have the third hardest schedule in the nfl those things never hold up right we're going to see big differences for a lot of these teams and we don't know which direction a lot of these teams are going to go yet but a lot of fun games like you can go through every single one of these games and come up with something fun about well i have a hard time with the panthers i guess but most of these games you can find something really cool to talk about. Even even like the Dolphins and the Jets with the weapons they've added and the coaching change in Miami, the McDonald, McDonald, right? That's his name? McDaniel. Head coach? McDaniel. Damn. Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Who's what do you think? He was Ronald McDonald? I that's, mean, the new, that's the new Ravens defensive coordinator, I think. Mike McDonald. Oh, feel bad for him. Yeah. Anyway, fun things about all these games on the schedule – like week three, the Jets, Sauce, who's wearing number one for the Jets against the Bengals, number one. Uno, yeah. Jamar Chase. Good luck. Sorry, yeah. Sauce. I, I, I feel you, man. I'm anyway. just saying. I, hey, you're, you're going to get some gritty lessons week three, my man. <laughs> I, I hope Sauce tries to bust out a gritty like some other cornerbacks did and because uh, there's a punishment coming. 
you can't gritty on Jamar Chase. It's not going to end well for you. No, it, it won't. And so that's, uh, man, it's exciting. I, and I'm, I'm thankful. I, the schedule is pretty damn good. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's five prime time game, my friend. That's all you can ask yep. for mid mid season by home opener, home season finale against the Ravens division, home opener, division, home finale, some fun games down the stretch. And people, people knock, some people knock the schedule release day. I used to be one of those people, but there is something about it that makes everything feel more real. It makes you feel like, yep, it's, it's, we're going to do football season again. It's coming. It's going to be fun. Least shocking news ever. Jake Lisko used to make fun of the schedule release day and be critical of it. Oh my God. I am not shocked one bit. I'm glad you're on the other side now, my friend. Well, we're, we're also, we're in the business, James. That's right. That's it's right. It's exciting to, to know what we're going to be doing one next year, to know what days you're going to have to record with me at 1 a.m. Eastern time. All of after them. All, the, oh, <laughs> yeah. all of them. After all oh, these man. primetime games. The the frenetically paced and tired James Rapine coming to you from press boxes at 1 a.m. Coming your way five times or more. Built bar in please. 2022. Give me a midnight built bar. Okay. There you go. Until next time, Bengals fans, we're back next week. The offseason continues. We know the schedule. Have a good weekend and until next time, who day? And have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.